0: listening to Chalks and Dogs, broadcasting from Joe's Pizza, 773-685-2301, Joe's on Higgins. Welcome, uh, Dave, what's going on, bud? Dude, episode two, we made it. We, <sighs> we, didn't,
1: we didn't get kicked off the internet.
0: No, nothing, none, nothing dude. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I've I, watched or listened to the podcast Three times now?
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> I have a hard time with that. I've never been one to listen to my voice. I love doing this, but I just, I listened to like the first few, you can probably tell in the edit, like I missed a couple edits because I'm like, I can't listen to myself anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I I like to get into it and just, I, I, you know, I really liked hearing Doyle and uh, Sammy speak.
1: Dude, those guys, those guys were something
0: else. It's the, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, it was awesome guest Awesome guests. Awesome insight. Awesome tips. Um
0: yeah, ho- oh, sp- hold on. Speaking uh, of oh that, yeah. <laughs> Albany.
1: Yeah, you know what, though? You win some, you lose some, dude. You win some. But, uh, all right, so I picked Albany. Um, they, they covered, at least, right? Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so i give yeah, it that. But yeah, they covered. I'll tell you what, I hit 12 in a row against against the spread. The last 12 games yeah, t- on Friday.
0: So tell everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we're in this thing uh, with my brother-in-law. We do this every year for March Madness. The first Friday of the games. Um. There's I don't know like a dozen of us. Everybody brings a warm six pack, and you got to pick you know all 16 games against the spread. Yep. And whoever whoever does the best gets all the six packs, right? And I won it last year, so I had to re, you know, I had to regain my title, I had to take it back. That's and awesome. uh, sure enough, I was going up against uh, somebody else. Had the first 12, they hit the first 12, and I hit the first two, missed the second two, and then didn't miss one. Came down to the Gonzaga game at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It came down to that, and uh, I had 18 points to play with, and uh, and I took it last
0: game. <laughs> That's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> you know, we were trying to look it up on a on a parlay. I think like an 11 to one parlay, uh, an an 11 team parlay, pays like three thousand to one.
0: That's crazy. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. Well, man, what uh, what do you think of the games?
1: Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I loved it. I I thought all the games were great. My brackets done. Officially, is it, is it, it was it was done. Well, see, here's my problem, and we talked about this last week. Uh, I bet with my heart, so my friends were uh, making fun of me, saying I fill my bracket from the inside out. So of course I had Ohio State in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what though? They weren't. They weren't. Uh... D'Angelo Russell is unbelievable.
1: All right, yeah, he is. He's.
0: But you can't do it with one guy. No, he's the he's he's probably the best player in the tournament. I think so. I, I think I'm he I'm is. bummed to see him go. Uh, I was with a guy. Uh, we were sitting at a, a restaurant, and uh, we were watching the games on Saturday. And he called him a poor poor man's James Harden. And I guess <laughs> J- James Harden's unbelievable. Yeah. And, and <laughs> he the. J- Russell's awesome.
1: Dude, he's he's solid. He's awesome. He's solid. They must have paid him good money
0: to go to OSU, dude. I'm telling you, that's yeah. how we roll. Tell, yeah, <laughs> look at everybody in college is getting t- paid. I, of course, of course, right? But I mean, the, the games were the games were good. You know, I we're gonna get into uh, let's uh, tonight's um, wait wait we gotta get this a good lead in because
1: this is huge again. Second weekend, you got another show packed with guests, dude. <laughs> these guys are like at the top of the game, right? This is like this is like you're on top of the mountaintop with these with these guests, dude you got to explain them a There's little bit.
0: There's one big one tonight. Right. Very, very big. Yeah. Um, if you check Twitter. Well, you could
1: argue that all three are huge. but yeah. They're huge.
0: No, they're all huge. I'm just messing around. Right. Uh, he just retweeted it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you guys are – hopefully you're following us on Twitter, at ChalksAndDogs. Um, but uh, we're going to start out with uh, the head men's basketball coach at Loyola Academy, Tom Levitino. That's awesome. And then we're going to go to – Incarcerated Bob, known as the man.
1: Oh, dude! In- add Incarcerated Bob on Twitter. Uh, IBSportsWrap.com. These guys, this guy's legit. He, I don't know how you even got this guy.
0: He's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's on a sick run right now. Yeah, sick in and, and NCAA uh, picks. He runs a site with a couple of other guys, uh, <clears throat> and. Um, Sorry, I got a cold. And, it's all right. Uh, you
1: sound good. You sound you sound like uh,
0: yeah. it is what it like is. Legit. Kid, radio was, voice. kid got, was kid was sick, and you know whatever. you got, you
1: got like a boss jock voice. Like you should be uh, you should be <laughs> introing songs right now.
0: I know. So Bob's huge. He's gonna he's gonna break down the gambling side, and uh, we're gonna ask him a couple questions. He is has some big time sources in every sport, big time. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun to get to talk to him. I think
1: uh, it's gonna be awesome, especially with the sweet the Sweet Sixteen lineup right now. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's the, he's the guy you want to talk to, dude.
0: Yeah, it's huge. And then we're gonna finish up with uh, tonight. We're gonna finish up with Sammy Maniscalco, uh, former point guard from Bradley in Illinois. Uh, Sammy broke down stuff last week that was just awesome. So oh, he's clutch. gonna yeah. yeah he'll break it down again uh, this week, and uh, we'll get into some. Uh, Some NCAA matchups with him and some NBA um, since he's an NBA guy, too. So, yeah, I mean, that's a great lineup.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, we're you know, we're powered by Joe's Pizza, joesonhiggins.com. You got to check them out. Awesome website. Order your pizza online.
0: Right here on the northwest side, man. This is where you get your pizza right here. I was here yesterday. Remember I told you? Remember I told you? (laughs) So I called up, uh, I don't know, 5 o'clock. And I wasn't feeling any fries yesterday. Like I said, I got the cold, so I just got a 16-inch. Sausage pizza, man, and some mozzarella sticks, and boom. Oh, dude. It's unbelievable. Look at look at your pizza sitting to your right. No kidding. There it is. You're not kidding.
1: So, I'm going to eat it. It's un- it's unbelievable. I'm not going to chomp on it on the microphone, but I am going to eat that thing. You better believe it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> it looks it? delicious, dude. Sausage pizza right there. Um, if you, stuff and, it. Yeah, stuff that yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I look like a guy that eats a lot of pizza. I'm just going to leave it at that. No, he's um, kidding, <laughs> So, um, getting back to the tournament, dude. Yep. This is huge. couple things. Um, there's a great article on uh, CBS Sports Chicago. Uh, a guy named uh, Andrew Kahn broke down um, five things. NCAA tournament opening weekend. Five things. And I want to get your opinion on a couple of these. All right. Two 14 seeds got the win. Were you
0: surprised? Not really. 16, if a 16 beats a 1, yes. 15 right. 2, eh, 14 can beat a 3. Yeah, I'm not that surprised.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. No Villanova in the Sweet 16. Are you surprised?
0: I, no, n- n- no. I actually. They, they they don't they don't get the big game. They don't win big games. They never. I mean, when was the last? I would have to look that up. When was the last time Villanova was in a national championship or in a Final Four? Jay Wright. I don't. I don't know. They just never win a big game to get there. I thought it was a shocker this year more than others because yeah. everybody kind of had them. Right? Well, yeah, they, used, they were blowing teams out. They were from the Big East, though. Who's in the Big East? Yeah, well. DePaul? DePaul. Yeah. Where are, you hey. g- where are they playing DePaul at? Games at? <laughs> the, with the 10, ten fans in the, at Allstate? Garbage. It's a fun game to go Garbage. to. Garbage, hey. yeah, yeah. You're gonna, you, <laughs> hey, Dave, you don't have to wait in line for your beer and, and uh, or the or the, or the pisser.
1: Oh, I know, I know. There's nobody there. I went and saw Notre Dame there. It's a joke played the ball there's nobody there
0: yeah but we're building a new stadium for him
1: yeah well, no, that's good
0: yeah <laughs> whatever
1: that's good i i had him going to the elite eight villanova did you yeah <sighs> yeah i got suckered in dude my bracket's done Is it? yeah who, when, who, Who'd you okay have?
0: so real quick my bracket's kind of done i well i still have kentucky everybody's got kentucky right yeah so but i uh i'm in that survivor still oh all right all I, right it started at 67 guys yeah we're down to about 28 to 30 Wow. And so 100 a pop, so it's, so it's $6,700. Wow, half the guys are gone. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, it's, uh, that'll keep me uh, motivated to, uh, you know.
1: Do you have a game that excites you more than anything here in the Sweet 16? I mean, you're looking at it, uh, Kentucky, West Virginia, Notre Dame, Wichita State. I can't
0: wait for Notre Dame, Wichita State.
1: Yeah, yeah, me neither, me neither. First guest on the second show, man. This is huge. This is, I'm excited. I don't know about yeah, you. Let's, uh,
0: let's introduce, uh, we're going to bring in uh, the Loyola men's basketball head coach, uh, Loyola High School, uh, Tom Levitino. Hey, Tommy, how you doing? Tom, thanks for coming on, man. What's up, guys? How are you? Thanks
2: good. for having me.
0: No problem. No problem. Um, how's things, though? How's things over at Loyola?
2: Things are good. I got to uh, listen
0: to your first podcast. Very impressive. All right.
2: Nice. Um, yeah, very enjoyable, So congratulations on a
0: great beginning oh thank you thank you thanks Tom all right well uh yes. a, couple, a couple right off the bat Tom, um we're gonna get to uh let's get to Tom Izzo in Michigan State uh how does this guy do it every single year I mean does he just have some magical potion that he just puts in the locker room and boom the teams just they just get up for big games and in, in March
2: what what do you think uh, I think I think he's I think he is amazing. Obviously, his record is uh, is pretty pretty unbelievable. The amount of Sweet Sixteens that he's gone to and his the success year in and year out in the, in the in March, you know. And it's not only the tournament; it's uh, the Big Ten tournament, and it's the NCAA tournament. I think the one thing that he does that I think all coaches, all programs have their their couple of things that they hang their hat on, but I think the biggest thing they hang their hat on is. Uh, at their toughness level, and they're they're as tough as a group of guys um, that are in the country, regardless of Kentucky or anybody else. Um, They're never blessed with uh, a lot of McDonald's All-Americans, but he molds his guys to being a very tough group. And I think that that comes to fruition in March, um, and it's not always pretty early, and it's probably because guys haven't completely bought in. And I think what he also has is he has an amazing amount of uh, former players that really support him. And so it's a program, and those guys come back, and it's an expectation of their other players. And, you know, whenever they're playing, you know, how many different uh, Michigan State alums are, are, are in the crowd or in the locker room? Magic Johnson and everybody, they're always supporting him. So I think it's that kind of peer pressure from the guys that have been there, and it's just the toughness. And toughness wins. You don't always make shots but they they guard, and when I I watched them play yesterday, I mean, you knew right off the bat that they were going to win the game. They just guarded at such a high level, and that's Virginia. That's a pretty good team. Um, They they made them look pretty
1: bad. (laughs) Now, now let me ask you, Tom, um, this has been – I was thinking about this earlier today, and and I've always wondered, do you think good coaches – do they get the best players and build a system around that, or do they recruit guys that fit their system that they coach?
2: What do you think? Said, nah, that's a great question. I mean, in the case of though, he hasn't changed that much. Like, what they run is what they've run. You know, he probably runs more ball screens now than he used to. Um, you know, but other coaches run different things, like your, ghost, your, your guest that'll be on, will be uh, yeah, Tim Doyle, um, and he played at Northwestern for Bill Carmody, and they were going to on their kind of offense, and um, I don't know. I think uh, I think everyone's a little bit different in that regard. You know, we changed what we do at Loyola on the high school level based on the players that we we think we're going to have year in and year out. We know we're not probably going to have the greatest, you know, uh, size and maybe not the greatest athleticism. So we have to do what we think is best, but we also tweak what we do every single year. Um, you know, if you're Kentucky. Um, you know, I think Calipari, I'm not, I'm not the hugest fan, but I've got a tremendous amount of respect for him, especially in the last four years. I, don't, I think it's one of the harder jobs, actually, to get McDonald's All-Americans on the same page. Right. I, I, and, and especially this year when he's playing ten guys and seven in and out and buy, having them buy in and having them guard at a really, really high level. I, don't, I think people take for granted that that's, that that's just easy to do and you just roll out the balls and get it done when that's not the case. Now, I'm one of those people that doesn't think that they're actually going to wind up winning it all, but um, I think he's done a great job. So, I, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of different ways to uh, to get it done. And in the tournament, you know, you, just, you see all different ones, like the Kentucky-West Virginia matchup. That's going to be undersized, really, really tough guys against future pros, I and mean, I think it's going to be a great game um, all the way through the tournament. It, it is the best. It's my favorite time of the year. And like you guys, I'm a pretty big sports fan, all sports. But there's nothing
0: better than, than March Madness. Nothing, Tom. Nothing, nothing. All right. So, um, being the tournament, and uh, you know, playing Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, the turnaround is really quick, Tommy. Um, how do coaches prepare for you know, uh, you know, the quick turnaround? What do what 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 do you guys usually do to get your guys motivated or adjustments that coaches can make? Um, game to game.
2: Yeah, I think it's a great question. I think in high school it's a little bit different. We never have that real quick turnaround. I mean, some days we do when we play Friday, Saturdays, or in the tournament we have two days to prepare or something like that. But I think, I think what, uh, what happens in college is, 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 is probably pretty similar to us, except the fact that it's from a coaching standpoint, these guys are locked and loaded and they're ready to play two games. They've got their opponents completely scouted. They're gonna, they're gonna look at some extra film after obviously they win and, and get and get everything done but I think that they've done their work as they go into the weekend and that makes for a really long week for the assistant coaches um, to be prepared from a personnel standpoint And what do these guys run and what are their baseline and sideline out of bounds and all of those different things um, but I think when in a quick turnaround it's more a personnel. So they've guarded all different kind of actions, all different kind of sets, how we're gonna defend defend a, a cross screen or a down screen or this particular ball screen or all those different things. They've done that all year long and, and they just have to now apply that terminology to the team they're playing. But what they where they can't miss is is on personnel. And different teams do it different ways, like you know, Virginia Virginia for example is probably a team that's gonna be more more interested on this is exactly what we do we're a pack line defensive team Michigan State probably going to be a little bit more they're going to guard you a little bit tougher and they're going to really depend on personnel Um, it changes Um, but I think that the assistant coaches get all that work done in the week leading up to it and then the other thing that I think that people forget about is during the tournament at least the kids they're not in school so you got them I mean they're yours you're going to get them to sleep you're going to get them rested, you're going to have them fresh, but they're not going to class, they don't have to go to class, so you have time to prepare, it is a quick turnaround, you're not going to get a lot of time on the court, but no one gets a lot of time on the court now, you know, I, those mm-hmm. guys, if they go at practice, would maybe go an hour, hour and 15, maybe an hour and a half, two games out, or two days out, so it's not as much as the court time, but it's the the film prep and the, and the, and the scouting report prep, um, which I think they're just really thorough at, and that's that's their job, so um, I, I, I think it's, I think it's uh, not as big of a deal for them as, uh, as it's cracked up to be, honest
1: with you. That's all. all, all oh, absolutely, absolutely great points. Absolutely um, great points. Tom, what, what do you think um, when you watch tournament games? What gets you excited? Mm-hmm. Is it watching watching some solid defense, uh, a high powered offensive team? Team that likes to shoot threes. What what do you what excites you the most when you when you're watching?
3: Yeah,
2: team? that's a good question. I mean, I like all different styles of play. I I probably in the college game, uh, I, I I follow coaches and programs and and schools that are probably gonna run something that I think we could use. So you know we can steal and copy and borrow whatever word you want to use. Um, but I, this year I really like watching Notre Dame play uh, from an offensive standpoint. They share the ball so well. They shoot it so well. They're unselfish. They play, they play quick in transition, but then they play, you know, unselfishly in the half court. I love watching Wisconsin play. Uh, I mean, they're just, they're great offensively and defensively. and You know, got some local kids, which is always fun. Um, you know, I like, I like watching, I like watching Michigan State. I like watching Utah. Um, I've watched most of these teams throughout the year. Um, when i have a when i have some free time when i want to do some homework and some college basketball I get better as a as a high school coach i just look to see what the better programs are doing but then you know i'm i'm just like the rest of everybody you want to see i like i want to see an underdog i want to see my wife get excited because she loves underdogs you know <laughs> um, and they're fun to watch you know and, and yep. kentucky's going to, they're going to have all they can handle on thursday that is a group that is not going to be afraid um, i think the thursday night games are are unbelievable and, and Friday's pretty good but there's is really
0: really special cool cool alright Tommy I'm going to let you go with this one um, can anybody beat Kentucky and I know you just kind of talked about it and if so who mm-hmm. if so who um, if Kentucky's not winning it who you got uh,
2: if Kentucky's not winning it um, I think um, actually uh, I'd like a Wisconsin Michigan State or Duke final and I think Notre Dame gives, gives Kentucky all they can handle uh, or Wisconsin and Arizona, so I if, 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 I, I, I would say I uh, know pretty they're pretty even odds to win this win at all, but uh, I don't I don't think they're making it. I think they're make, they're going to lose to a team that can handle the backboard and knock down threes. But it'll be exciting either way. Hopefully, you guys will be on the right side of whatever uh, whatever <laughs> way to that
0: is. I you know watching Kentucky play the other day, I mean. You can't bring the ball inside. It's it's like swat, swat, no. swat, swat. I mean, you no. got to play your perfect game. You got to. Timmy Doyle said it the best, too. You got to make threes. You got to do everything right, um, handle the ball, make it a little physical like Cincinnati did. But going inside on them is, is, is tough. They're 13 and a half point yeah, no, I, favorites.
2: It'll be, it'll be interesting to hear what your other guests have to say, but I think. The only way you score on inside is if you attack the basket and then make the next pass, make a drop to the mm-hmm. to the opposite block, get an uptake to move the ball. But you can't score on a guy one on one. They're too long. They're too athletic, um, and you have to be able to knock down 10, 12, 14 threes Yep. yep. Uh, but then, then uh, you know they're not a great offensive team. If you handle your defensive glass, you're gonna have opportunities. You gotta knock down threes.
0: Thanks, Tommy. Before we let you go, I just wanted to. I always. Dave, this guy can coach, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, been, I uh, saw him this year, and um, the, the, the things he does with his team this year. Yeah. Talk about hustle. Talk about hard work. Where he gets his. Where he's talking about Michigan State and Utah, and and I would love to play for him.
1: It's all about running it's, ladders,
0: right, Coach. <laughs> He, he lets, uh, hey. I don't think our guys think that, but
2: uh, he, ultimately he, it is. Yeah. He, 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 lets, he builds let, some toughness, yep. you know, play <laughs> yeah. for each other. Uh,
0: Good but he stuff. Does. You know, the, the, the bench is always in, always in it. Nice. The, uh, they shoot threes, and they play hard. Hard. Yeah. All right, cool. thanks, Tommy. Thanks for coming out. I appreciate
2: it, guys. Yeah. Right, yeah. on the show.
0: Thanks, bud. Thank you.
2: Say, say hi to Timmy Doyle. I know him a little bit. All right. All right. Ask, All right we'll him for some, ask him for
0: some horse pits. <laughs> All right. See you, Tommy. All right. Take I'll it talk easy, Bye-bye. Right, that was unbelievable. Dude, what an
1: interview, dude. That guy is, that guy's something coach else, man. Coach speak right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You could tell he's a coach
0: for sure. He's tough. For sure. No, his teams are tough. How, how did they do this year? Just above 500, I believe. Yeah. Um, it's tough, dude. Last year, they went to the Super. Really? They, they made it to the Super lost to I believe Simeon um lost two guys that play they're that playing like D2 or D3 right um dude high school ball and, is tough to coach cuz the talent range is so huge yeah, and and he's out in Wilmette all right so he's not really he can't really get that um you're not getting Chicago Public League kids no yeah. and it's hard to get a kid from you no, know, I don't know I don't know, Evanston or right to come in there yeah yeah so you know nice. he's getting that Wilmette kid and 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 he he makes the most out of every kid on that team that's
1: the mark of a good coach i always thought you know it's like we we put a lot we put a lot um in wins and losses and and you know and and demeanor on 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 the sideline or on, on you know on the court but I, I think at the end of the day the mark of a good coach is somebody that gets the most out of their players. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, I mean
0: the question you asked him was huge. Yeah. I mean it's it's, it's no. What kind of, what philosophy coaching philosophy? Well, sometimes a coach has to adjust to his ways, but a lot of times, the way I look at it, a coach should adjust to his players. I understand like, you know, Bill Carmody and that, that he ran the Princeton offense and stuff. And right. that's who he that's who guy he recruited guys like that though. Yeah. Where in high school you're not going to be able to recruit who you want to come into your program. In no, high school. you can't. You get no. what you get. So a lot of times, um, you know, my brother's the uh, head girls coach over at Loyola. All right. So you, when you watch games, you you, you see if you know go, you got two big girls this year, you maybe run a high low. Where right. next year, if you have all guards, you're gonna spread it, out, spread them out. Maybe do you know like a one four set or whatever, or, or you know four out, you know something right. like four out one in. Right. Something like that. I mean, that's that, that's how a good, that's how coaches should be. you know? I, I
1: think so. You gotta be. You gotta be flexible. And you have to be. you b- have to be. And Build around the talent that you have. And, yeah. You know, and put a system in place that gets the most out of them. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you like to. I mean, good coaches. They play defense. Look at. I mean, is always just.
1: That guy is ridiculous, dude. First of all, Mr. and I'm not. March. I'm not a state guy, but. I mean, damn, dude! That guy just. Mr. March, that's exactly right. I mean, it's. Unbelievable what he's doing with that program. Really,
0: that's crazy. It's but absolutely. can he take
1: him all the way though? That's the thing.
0: I don't know. I mean, I the the way I'm looking at it right now is they're they're two, they're they're, two point favorites. They're pe, they're peaking. Yeah, they're peaking right now at the right time. Um, I like them against Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. i lay the two. Yeah, I think so. I mean. If you're going to lay the two, though, you might as well just go money line. Yeah, and at, that point, yeah, yeah so at that point. Just play straight up. Yeah, at that point. I watched Oklahoma yesterday against Dayton. Yeah. They're good. They're okay. Yeah. Uh, Dayton didn't score a point in in eight minutes. Right. In eight minutes of basketball. Dayton did not score a point. Oh, geez. And they were still in the game. That's brutal. That's. Eight yeah, minutes.
3: it's
0: terrible. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, we got a, uh, another guest online, and we want to welcome in uh, Incarcerated Bob. Bob, what's going on, man? With that, you're with Dave and Eric.
4: How's everything going?
0: Good, man. Good, man. How are you? Okay.
4: Thanks for having me come on tonight.
0: No problem, man. Hey, no problem. Thanks for coming on. Let's make sure we get that Twitter out there at
1: Incarcerated Bob on Twitter, uh, ibnSportsWrap.com. Bob, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. How are you feeling? Well, everything's
4: all right. Had a good weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I so, hey, you know. Hey,
4: I'm.
0: I know when you. Happens, hey, when it, that happens, everything it, is good. I I agree. I agree. Um, you know, looking at your looking at your uh, tw- you're on a 29, 18, and two NBA run, plus eight thousand eight hundred seventy two dollars, man. That's ridiculous.
4: Not bad. <laughs> and you're on I'm a f- on a better run. I'm on the better run with the NCAA. Um for- I was actually cold for a little bit there, but then. Since about Wednesday I got really hot So right at the right time
0: Yeah that's the perfect time To get hot man 14 sure. and 4 Was that 24,950?
4: Yeah Cause the other night I think it was The first night Session Thursday night I had a big play I had one for For the big I mean everybody Doesn't gamble What I gamble So it's I
0: not know. Yeah I know
4: Basically You know it's not everybody's not making that amount. Obviously, this is I post what I what I
1: gamble, what I bet on it, and that's what we're at right now. That's awesome, Thank man. You. Let's keep it rolling.
0: I know <laughs> this guy's he's he's he's, he's, uh, he's one he's one of the, he's one of the best out there. All right, so um, <clears throat> let's get to some NCAA real quick. Um, can you just tell everybody? I mean, don't give your secret, but how do you analyze games? Maybe do you look for like. Certain coaches, you go by betting percentages against the public. Can you give a little insight on that, Bob?
4: Well, with uh, every sport is different. Actually, with um, since we're in college basketball right now, what I use basically, I look to see how the money moves in Vegas. So a lot of guys use offshore percentages, things like that, which I don't find totally accurate because they take into account of the uh, people when they're doing parlays when they're doing teasers, I don't like to take those into account with the percentages of how the money's moving and, and what percentages uh, of the public is playing because of the fact someone could do a 10-team parlay and have a team in there, and then you're, it's getting counted towards the, the public percentage, which, you know, is, is kind of flawed. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's nothing that you should actually be doing. Um, so I just use the Vegas percentages from uh, about seven sports books in Vegas that have the uh, highest grossing amounts of money coming in monthly. So I use those, and then if I see a line move a certain way, but I see the public on the other side, and the line's moving back towards, um, you know, back towards the uh, against the public, I usually like to I usually like to hit that you know hit that game. Right. So for instance, like last night. <clears throat> Everybody was betting Northern Iowa. And um, that line was actually at two and a half. I think it opened at. Right.
3: Yeah, it did. It yeah. Up.
4: You guys can hear me? It's like a yeah. Bet Oh, bet. yeah. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. So Northern Iowa was like, uh, stayed at minus two and a half, I think, for a little bit. Seen a lot of public money coming in on them in the afternoon. Went to three for a little bit. But then it moved back down to two-and-a-half, and right there when I seen it move back down to two-and-a-half, even though money was coming in on Northern Iowa, I said, hey, let me take a chance on Louisville. I like Louisville anyway. I have them in my final four, so I pounded right. it last night, and, you know, there obviously you, they dominated. There, there you go. <laughs> winner, winner. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically what I do. And then baseball, baseball is actually the hardest sport to gamble on. So there, there's no, there's no expert way of... Just baseball with me. I like to look at bullpens, who has a strong bullpen, and basically maybe who's hot right now. You know, like if a team is maybe just just won three out of, you know, three series in a row, then I'll start tailing them maybe for another two or three series, things like that with baseball. Football and college football. College football, the same thing with college basketball. I like to look at percentages. Um, NFL, a little bit of the same. Yeah, the NFL is a little bit more. I just go on the eye test. Like if I like a team, I'm just gonna roll with them. You right
1: know? on, right and on.
4: And NBA is and NBA is just luck. <laughs> it's a, it's a, that, 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 that's just it. If you're on, if you're if you're on the if you're on the team, that's basically. It's crazy. Get the referees on that night, right. you'll, you'll be all right. Because that game is, I mean, everybody knows NBA 6. So. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, Bob, hashtag WWE and NBA?
4: Yeah, exactly. All of that. <laughs> Especially the playoffs. You're going to see some amazing things happen in the playoffs. <laughs>
3: right.
4: Now, they, now totals, totals are just missed by two points. Or they're, you know what I mean? Or, or you, you'll see the Cavs will be minus 8, and at the end of the game, they'll foul two times and they hit the... They'll, they'll hit their minus there. They'll go up by nine. Luckily, they'll, you know what I'm saying? You'll see the other yeah. team in the game, the whole game, to the last two minutes. And cats are still covered the spread. You know, like, you'll see that happen all day in the NBA. <laughs> so it's just basically luck.
0: How about, uh, how about remember, uh, what was that, a couple of weeks ago, DJ Augustine missed those two free throws? Uh for o- yeah. For OKC? Was that <laughs> crazy? Was that crazy? That, that was crazy.
1: D- DJ Augustine isn't missing two free throws ever. No, is. you
0: should have seen him tweeting tweeting out. Yeah. I was laughing. <laughs> I'm sitting on my couch laughing at your tw- at your tweets coming out. At Incarcerated Bob on Twitter, you gotta yeah. make sure you get him. Give him a follow. Give him a follow. Guys, go to his website too. Him and uh, him and his boys. Um, let me get this right. JLB, JLB. Yeah, JLB. He's That's he's cool. a man, man. He's he's up there too. And then you got what? Fam is that FM?
4: Yeah, Sam. Uh, yeah, he's he's another guy. We just brought him in a few months ago. Cool. So, I mean, he's trying to he's trying to get back. He was he was hot at one point. Got a little cold now. Dale stays hot. He's actually more consistent than me. I I go in hot and cold. She's this guy. Dale B. just I don't know. He just he's always around 65 percent.
0: It's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, so. he's he's awesome. Wow.
1: So um, what you, looking at these looking at these games, Bob, uh, Sweet 16, uh-huh. um, is there anything that jumps out at you that maybe we should be p- paying close attention to?
4: Um, right now, to be honest with you, I haven't really even dissected the games yet. I just <laughs> it's early. a break from all <laughs> these games that just happened for the last week. So right now I'm gonna look at the spreads with you as I'm talking to you right now. Yeah, I anything, like, nothing, nothing uh, crazy.
0: F- yeah, nothing crazy. Something <laughs> that jumps out at you, no big, you know.
4: Kentucky minus thirteen. Just looking at it right off the top, probably gonna be another, another, another Kentucky at the end. Either they cover. Real close, or West Virginia gets a backdoor cover, so it's basically a toss of that game. I'm, 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 probably gonna even stay away.
0: Right.
4: You know, it's nothing, or unless I tease it, like I did. See, I teased um, who they play last uh, the other day. Um, Ducky played Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. So I teased Cincinnati up. It obviously, it, it covered. They covered the regular. They covered the, uh, you know, the regular spread. But I just teased it just to stay safe. So I might teased West Virginia up. Probably moves up to 13 and a half or 14 before game time. I'll probably tease them up to 20 and a half or 21. Then the game I like, too, a lot of people aren't really paying attention to, is the um, Arizona game. All right, yeah. Yeah, so minus 11 and a half. That's a little bit too big, I think. So I might have to tease. Um, Xavier up to eighteen and a half. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah nice. that's
1: that's a good move right there. If I, if so, I throw yeah, you know,
4: two yeah, two big spreads. I mean, I expect these teams to both lose. West Virginia, and, um, you know Xavier, so basically, but it's too many points. I think so. You take the take a six point teaser or a seven point teaser if you can get it. Some books have it. Five dimes has it. So cool, man. probably do
3: something
4: with that. But my my uh, what I have going on in my bracket right now, I have Wichita State winning. I have Kentucky obviously winning. I have um, already my West bracket's already done because I have <laughs> oh, coming yeah. through. So that one's done. Yeah. But um, I still have my Final Four left, which which would be uh, Kentucky, Louisville, Wisconsin, and Duke. And then I have Duke beating Kentucky for the upset for the
0: championship. Yeah, that's a so, solid bracket. So, yeah, though. so we got we have some uh some guys who play D one and and uh we've been asking everybody about Kentucky um what do you think? I mean is there any any special sauce to beat them? Threes.
4: Threes You yeah.
0: gotta hit you got it you got it
4: you gotta you got it probably seventy five I would say need to hit fifteen threes. That's probably that's probably the, the lucky number right there. Yeah. 14, I would say 14 to 15 threes.
0: Yeah, we've been getting That's that... a
4: lucky number. Yeah, yeah if we... one of those teams can do that. Notre Dame, but I don't think they're getting by what you're to say. But if they did, Notre Dame has a little bit of a chance. But I don't think they could stop Kentucky on, you know, get enough stops down the stretch. So what I'm thinking is Wisconsin will soften Kentucky up just enough. But when they come into that Duke game, if, you know, obviously Duke got to get by some tough teams, too. But if, if the matchup happens like I think it is, Duke and, and Kentucky, I think Duke has enough to inside presence to, to slow them down a little bit inside and make Kentucky be a jump-shooting team. And also, Duke probably, you know, they're, they're a team that can get hot from three. They could hit the 14, 13, 14, 15 threes in a game, and that's how you're gonna beat them. Cause you can't beat them, you know, trying to trying to bang them inside. Okafor, you know, do a little bit of work if, if you know if it's due, but um, I don't think a team can just bang inside with them and you know slow down the pace. I think you have to run with them. You have to keep them running, and you just have to hope you're open for three and just hit them. Yep. That's, just I, basically yeah. is. That's I,
0: how you I know. All right, you're listening to uh, Chalks and Dogs. Uh, we're at Joe's Pizza on Higgins in Chicago. Um, we're talking to Bob here and what's uh, uh, can we flip the script a little bit, Bob? Do you mind if we ask you a couple of different yeah, questions? I okay. That's all. Um we're big Bears fans. Huge Bears fans. And I know you have some, <laughs> you know, impeccable sources. So, uh Cutler, man, they couldn't get rid of him, huh? Nah,
4: no, that's a. I thought he was someone that was going to be shot hard. Um, basically, I guess the, you know, Fox now, since he's there, I guess he's going to run with him for the year. Um,
1: <laughs> the coach killer. I
4: guess, him. yeah. So.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. So um, I got I got one for you. We're I'm going to flip it around too a little bit here, um. I'm assuming you follow a little boxing. You throw a little money at it. Do you have...
4: Yeah.
1: Have you seen a bigger fight night than, than Mayweather-Pacquiao? I mean, I know it's five years late. But probably
4: Holyfield and Tyson. That was the last one.
1: Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, does it, does, it, does, it, does it get you excited? I mean, uh, you know Vegas is gonna yeah, going to be going crazy. Yeah, I'm going
4: I'm to be excited for that one. Uh, that's something, probably, like you said, probably a few years late. But it's still the best. Boxing match you can make right now. I mean, that's that's what everybody wanted to see. We're finally gonna get to see it. Hopefully, hopefully, Pacquiao's at his. Cause he looked like he was? He looked like he was falling off about two years ago. Remember when he got knocked yeah. out two, three years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, looked like he was falling off. But his last few matches, you know, he kind of looked like he's getting back his his, uh, his old style that he had for a few. You know, when he was when he was on top of his game. So hopefully he comes in on top of his game. Obviously, Floyd's gonna be on top of his game, and just have a great match. And you know, hopefully, Floyd doesn't run. Right. Hopefully, you know, wants to fight. <laughs> I mean, you always got to worry about Floyd backing up and taking his little two, three shots, and then running from him. You know, you don't want to see that
1: all day. Well, and you know what I think? I think Floyd. I think Mayweather's got to knock him out because if it goes to a decision, they're gonna give it to Pacquiao, or else they're not gonna get a rematch. Yeah.
4: You never know. I mean
0: Money talks, right?
4: That could happen. Could happen, but that is Floyd's town. I mean Vegas right. Yeah. You know, if Floyd runs Vegas, but um that's their big drawing card. Pacquiao's not their drawing card in Vegas.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, who, uh, who you got? You
4: know, do they do they do they want to taint his record? I mean, if it's such a great match, you're gonna clamor for a rematch anyway. Right. Um I think if it, if if Floyd fights his fight, Pacquiao fights his fight, Floyd's gonna win by decision. I think it'll be a split decision yeah. Floyd will win. Right on now, right. if 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 for some some I mean, you know, it's boxing, one punch can just, just turn the fight around. If Pacquiao gets that one punch and he and, and and Floyd gets hurt, then it's a different fight because Pacquiao has the power to knock out Floyd. Well, at least put him on the floor a few times. And the last guy that hurt Floyd was Cotto. Right. But Cotto Floyd Floyd, he hurt him. It's just that Cotto couldn't get to him no more. See, that is what Pacquiao can do. Pac- if Pacquiao hurts Floyd, he could get to him at any time he wants to because then obviously the defense goes out the window because he's hurt. So now he's just going to be trying to survive. Cotto couldn't get to Floyd anymore because, I don't know, he ran out of gas or whatever, or just, he, just he, he wasn't, he's not as much, of, you know, he's not a technical fighter like Pacquiao is. Right. Pacquiao, Pacquiao's very accurate with his punches, and that's the difference. If, if Floyd gets hurt in that early part, like three, round three, four, five, you see a much different fight, and I hope that happens, because I want to see what happens when Floyd is hurt. Can he fight hurt? So some fighters to fight hurt, We've never seen Floyd get hurt after no. fight like desperate.
3: Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> Great awesome. stuff. We're talking to uh, Bob at Incarcerated Bob, um, IBNSportsRep.com. Guys, it's this guy's unbelievable. I'm, am <laughs> telling you, he, him and uh, JLB, they're, they're, they're some of the best around. Um, give him a follow or, or go to their website. He's got un- unbelievable deals too. Um, you could get his MBA in college basketball, the rest of the tourney, and he'll throw in what else can you? Th- what do you, else do you throw in that package? I uh,
4: uh, would throw in the uh, everything through the uh, NBA playoffs, and you get MLB included. On uh, yeah, it's, no. <laughs> it's crazy. it's crazy. NBA everything you know through June.
0: And like he said, he 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 tells you what he's gonna bet. But like you, you don't have to if a guy's a, the guy's a, his max is five hundred bucks and that's what your max is and you see his, he's got a big he calls him big boy bets, Dave exactly yeah. he's calls him big boy bets. he got he's
4: have got you a, see me if you seen me lay down the big boy bet man, and and and, and drop like a five hundred dollar account and you know you feel safe laying down three fifty four hundred if you want to
3: yeah right, right. You know exactly. What I mean?
4: exactly you never never max out your account I never author I never approve that or i never say you know go max your account out on one bet i mean (laughs) it's still gambling you know but when i when i have my big boy bets they usually usually come through so
0: um cool cool all right uh let's switch to uh baseball since you're all about sports and and just you know everything pretty much that i mean we all want to hear from you so um we're cubsox um I'm a Cub fan. Dave's a Sox fan. Uh, you, think, uh, you think the Cubs can uh, at least get the 500 this year? Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. I like the Cubs. I I was making tweets back in September before, you know, before they even had Madden, you know, before they made that move and, and, and obviously the Western move. I was like, look, man, I think the Cubs are going to be on the come next year. I think they're going to maybe, maybe, you know, get around for a playoff run or actually, you know, compete to get in the playoffs, which would be a big boost to the Cubs fans. I mean, haven't competed for the playoffs in a while, so. Cool. You know, wild card. They have two wild cards now, and I think definitely the Cubs could be in there. I think that division actually is coming back down to earth, meaning it's not three good teams anymore. You probably have two good teams. I think the Reds took a step back. I think... um Obviously, the Cubs are taking this step forward. Uh, Cardinals are always like, you know what I mean? They're always like, <laughs> you, you don't you don't think they're going to be so good, and then, and then they going on. A, you know, then July they're in first place, and then they're just so steady. Molina's a big key on that team. Obviously, he helps the pitching staff, but I don't know if the Cardinals are going to be as good as they are, you know, were last. Two or three years, I think they actually have taken a step, a little bit back, a little we, bit back to the pack. Yeah. Pittsburgh, I think, is the class of the division right now.
1: If I, if you had to ask me, and they're not even a great team. So, yeah, that's a that's a that's a bad. It's just a bad division all altogether. All but I can't really talk because I'm a Sox fan, so we haven't done much. But uh, I want to make sure we plug this Twitter and get these plugs in, right, Bob? Uh, add Incarcerated Bob on Twitter, uh, IBNSportsWrap.com. Am I missing anything? Is there anything else that we want to plug?
4: No, oh, that's it. That's just perfectly good with me. Catch me on the Twitter. I'm here. Um, and, and the website, you could definitely, if you're interested in the, um, the sports gambling angle, I'm on the website. I also have a lot of updates on the fantasy sports and things like that on the website.
1: Yeah, this guy's a he's, great he's, he's follow he's on, on Twitter. He's
0: unbelievable. Yeah. I get a ton of my information from you, Bob. NFL... <laughs> uh, NBA, you know you. Hey, hey, trying, hey, I don't
4: want to cut you off. I'm trying to hit this Oral Roberts game. I had them plus six. What's going look on like in it? Just made a score here. Now they're down by four with 14 seconds left. And they're playing. Right, they're they're, they're sorry, playing
0: Loyola, right? You still there? Yeah, that.
4: They're playing. Right,
0: Li- they're playing Loyola, right? Out of Illinois. Yeah, they're playing Loyola. Yeah, Loyola <laughs>
4: Illinois is up by. Uh, at four and they're going the foul
0: line, so. All right, well we'll let you go yeah, then. Uh, nah, guys, I'm
4: talking to you guys. All guys.
0: right, cool. Um, we well, just wanted to say, you know, thanks and and thanks for coming on. And like I said, guys, I get all my NFL stuff from him. And I hey, real quick, you did uh, you you he's got an RJ. You he, he he's got a uh, he, when he tweets out. Yeah. It's like a reverse. What, what is he a reverse jinx? All the
3: RJ. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, he.
0: Hey, he. Hey, he. Hey, he got me on Carmelo Anthony. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought he was coming to the Bulls.
4: Oh no way! He got me, dude. But I gave you guys back the Lester deal.
0: Yeah, you did. No, he's. Nobody
4: a- believe me. Nobody believed me with the Lester deal. It was like a few... Like I told, I told everybody Lester's coming in. I had Amin and all these other guys. Nah, oh, no, no Leicester's not going to the cup yet. You know, those piece of shit guys. So sorry about the curse. Those, those no, guys, um, they always. They
0: always try to you know try to push me aside with, with with my information but no you're you're solid all right well uh <laughs> thanks bob uh thanks for coming on man we appreciate it
1: yeah yeah come on yeah,
4: again anytime. Man. Yeah.
0: all right have a good night bud
4: anytime
0: anytime you guys thanks thanks a lot
1: for having me had
4: a good
0: time all
1: right, all right thanks bob all right bye 15 14 to 15 threes he said
0: i know He's right. That, what did, if you what, want to beat Kentucky, that's what did, it. What did, Le, did Levitino from Loyola said? 12, 13, 14 threes. What did yeah. Sammy say? 12, 13, 14 threes. Yeah. What did Timmy Doyle say? 12, 13, 14 threes. If
1: everybody's saying that, I mean, come on.
0: That's what you got to do. How about the info he gave us on Mayweather back Oh,
1: dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's got I think he's got some great points, man. I, and I think everybody wants to see Mayweather get, get hurt. I mean, there's no doubt in that. I mean, the, the dude's undefeated. He's he's got everything to lose in this fight. That's I, and and he says that it's it's not his fault that the fight hasn't gone yet. That that he's been ready to go. And Pacquiao says it's the other way around. I mean, I know he's got nothing to gain and everything to lose by this fight. I well, mean, really, no, you
0: no, know, he's it's unbelievable the stuff he gives out. Well,
1: I mean, nothing to gain. He's getting a gazillion dollars, but I yeah. mean, but still, dude, amazing, incarcerated Bob. Make sure you check him out.
0: He gave out the teaser. So, tease up West Virginia, and he also said to believe tease up uh, Xavier.
1: Yeah, Xavier plus six. Yeah, yeah. so he said yeah. tease up tease Xavier, up.
0: and tease up uh, West Virginia. Um,
1: so we're here, man. Our second, our second episode. I didn't even give out the date. So if you're listening to it back, uh, today's Monday, March twenty-third. Yep. We're at Joe's Pizza www.joesonhiggins.com 773-685-2301 You gotta check this
0: place out One of the best around uh, Sammy, what's going on? What's going on, guys? I'm doing good, man We're Welcome good. back,
1: man Thanks for coming back on No,
0: absolutely
4: Thanks
0: for having me I was like I hope Sammy's You know Gonna come back on this show I'm like what do we? Hopefully we didn't do anything bad to him last time <laughs> oh no, man I could tell Hoops all day Any day I know, I know Alright, uh, Sammy You could uh, follow Sammy At Sam uh, Maniscalco um, On Twitter um, Sammy played Hoops at, uh, Started out at Bradley uh, Finished up at Illinois um, So uh, let's get down to it Alright, Sam um, Tommy Izzo Michigan State um, I'm just going to call him Mr. March The guy's unbelievable Does he you, You've been in Big Ten locker rooms Uh Bruce Weber was your coach Um, Does Izzo do something different Than these coaches Does he say stuff different Does he motivate them differently What did you think he does I mean I'm sure you know Some people in that In that program Can you give me some insight on it
4: Yeah I think the biggest thing That he does Is He just got such good rapport and relationship with his players I don't think you ever see A Michigan State team Whether they're good or bad That doesn't play hard You know what I mean Um, all the time, you know, every single game of the season. And I think that's a credit to, to his relationship that he builds with his players and gets them to buy into to what he's teaching and what he's saying. Um, and I think that ties into that motivation factor, you said. You know, when he says something, he gets these guys up and going. You know, they're going to listen and they, they jump on board. And like you said, Mr. Marks, I mean, 13 out of 18, sweet 16, it, it, It's It's unbelievable how, you know, if you look at Michigan State in November, December, even January a little bit this year, they, they weren't very good. You know, they didn't find their identity. Um, they weren't winning games, and then all of a sudden, it's just like you said, he gets this this motivation factor to get these guys ready for March. And uh, I mean, he does it every year, year in year out. And if you bet against Tom Izzo in March, um, then you got some problems. So, um, fun to watch, so that's for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I'm surprised I haven't heard a lot of people talk about. Um, they're kind of following that that, that same storyline that, that that UConn had last year. I mean, they, they were a number seven team. Um, you know, I think I think if if they can do it, Tom Izzo can take this team there for sure. Um, the question is, can they beat Kentucky?
4: Yeah, I think that's a question for everybody. You know, especially in, you know, and in, in that region and, and that side of the bracket, you got to go through them. Um, but I mean, he doesn't have the most talented team. Um, but he just gets the most out of his guys. He actually gets more out of out of what they're they're capable of doing. Um, in that Big Ten style too, man, they beat you up. And, and if, if if they're the aggressor early on in the game and the refs will let you play, it's a hundred percent going to be to their advantage because they're so used to playing that way in the Big Ten. And you get these other teams, you know, in ACC and and out west, um, that aren't used to that kind of physicality and get pushed around like that, and um, it, they struggle with it. Uh, so, and you get a guy like Trice, Travis Trice is playing like he is, with that much confidence um, to the point where when they need a bucket, you know, he can go create something for himself or for his teammates um, and get a good look. Uh, and when he's got it going, combine that with the fact the way they rebound him, like I just mentioned, their physicality, um, you know, they're going to be tough to beat.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you, Sammy. And, you know, uh, they're playing Oklahoma next. And, I mean, I, I saw the spread, and I know you don't, you know, but – two points. I mean, I, I love Michigan State to beat Oklahoma. I watched Oklahoma play last night. Dayton was in that game all the way down to the end and they didn't score for eight and a half minutes. Do you see that?
4: I didn't see that, but I have heard that of Oklahoma. Um, you know, it's just with, with Michigan State, it's just so tough to get easy baskets and, and get stuff at the rim because they push you out and make you start your offense, you know, 25 feet in the basket. You can't get comfort. You can't get no good rhythm. Um, and they're just going to physically beat you up and try to wear you down to where at the end of the game they make a few plays. Next thing you know, you know they're shooting free throws to dice the game. So um, it'll be interesting. I mean, q seen a, a lot of good games, a lot of good teams. Um, it's going to be fun, that's for sure.
0: I know. It's good. it's crazy right now. Hey, hey, Sam, let
1: me pick your brain going back to when you were playing. I, I, I got to wonder this. Like, Kentucky's coming in. You know They're undefeated, right? They win the first two, first two games in the tournament. I mean, does that do you think that that creeps up on you as a player, like almost like jinxing yourself? Like you haven't lost, and, and and it starts to wear on you. Do you think that 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 could have a negative effect, almost where Kentucky beats themselves just because of the pressure of being undefeated?
4: No, I don't think so. I think they're, they're past it at this point. I think if that was going to creep up with that in any kind of situation, a little bit near the end of the year when I was just kind of talking about it. I mean, I know they're still talking about it, but. Those guys are so confident right now. I mean, they're not worried about their record. They're just worried about, you know, winning a national
2: championship.
4: Um, and I think Coach Cal is great with that, too. He's got experience in that situation. Um, you know, years past, you hear people say that, you know, maybe it'd be better off if they lose one so that you know, get that, kind of you know, monkey up their back. But I, I don't think it's, it's it's that big of a deal anymore. I think it's well past that. You know, they're just focused on, on the next game. Um I mean, and I don't know if really if they can beat themselves. You know, they don't have that type of team. I mean, they're a de- defensive, you know, monster as, as far as they, they You're gonna have to beat them. You got to make ten threes. You know, you got to make ten threes. You got to make mid range jump shots. Have any chance of beating Kentucky? You're not going to win. You know, they're not the most explosive offensive team. It's just they, their front line is, you know, six nine, six eleven, seven one. So you can't get anywhere near the basket on those guys. And over a 40-minute period that's going to wear you down. Like I said, unless you make a jump shot. then I think, um, you know, it's, until that happens, I don't see anybody beating them. I mean, except for, you know, I, I think Wisconsin, like we mentioned, like we talked last time, I think they're so cerebral and so experienced um, that they can get them. But Wisconsin's up, they're going to have their hands full with, with North Carolina in the next game too. So, some very interesting matchups, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, we're going to uh, get to one right now. Um, Notre Dame's playing their best ball, I believe, Uh I watched them both games, um, and then uh, Mike Bray's mom passing away uh, before the game the other night. Um, Wichita State just beat Kansas. I mean, wow, that was uh, that was an amazing game. Um, took out Indiana before that too. Wichita State, ND. How do you see it, Sammy?
4: I got Wichita on that one. You do? Yeah, I just. I mean, they're they're. That guy, Greg Marshall, has created such a culture there. Um, I mean, they're accustomed to winning. I mean, they expect to win that game. Um, you know, a lot of times now, I mean, they're, they're 70, but they're, I think they might – I did a favorite. They land one or two. Uh,
0: I'd, I'd have to look at look at that well, one year. Um, but I believe – yeah, I, I think I think they are.
4: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're – they're, you know, their point our friend Van Vliet is, is a guy that completely controls tempo of the game and all those other guys play off of They're tough, they're physical. Um Another team that kind of pushes you out, gets you out of your offense, gets you out of your rhythm, doesn't let you get in your sets um, and get anything easy. I mean, Notre Dame's that regards to too. There's gonna be a battle of you know Van Vliet and and uh, and uh, Baker versus versus Grant and Jackson. And, and I think you know, I, I just tip my hat to Wichita on that one just because I think they're a little bit more battle tested. Not saying that Notre Dame's not. I mean, they're great. They won the HC tournament and they're rolling this year. Um, I don't know. I just said something with Wichita with their toughness and the things they've been through the last few years. Um, with their experience, I think Wichita is going to get them. Um, and then you get the whole Wichita-Kentucky rematch. So, but, yeah, I, I'd go with Wichita on that one.
0: Yeah, they, uh, they're favorites, Wichita State is. Fa- favorite in the game. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. They're good. Sammy, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, I just, just watching am like you said, he's a good coach. I mean, and I, I – you're a point guard, and I, I think guards in the in the tournament are humongous, uh, don't you?
4: I agree. I think. I mean, I know, I know there's a lot of emphasis put on bigs and and stuff like that, but I've always said this, and make a lot of people say this. I think guards win the games. That's just all there is to it. Um, it it's just, it's just the nature of basketball. Is if you don't have guards, I don't think you really got a shot at winning. Um, and when you have superb guards, guards like like Wichita does, and Notre Dame does. Um, I think you got even more of a chance of, of winning, and uh, I, I completely agree with you. I think I think guards just—they win games, especially in the tournament. I think I think that's really true in all of basketball. Unless you got guys like Shaq or, or Kareem, or guys like Ted at the next level, but you need to have guards, man. Guards winning games, no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, that um, I I think that's the truth, man. I think I think it, I mean they're they're the game changers, really, in, in a lot of ways. Um, I want to I want to ask you, Sam. Um, did you happen to catch um, that that UCLA SMU game with that goaltending call? Did you happen to see that at all?
4: I saw the replay of it. I didn't see it live. You know, I heard about it and saw a bunch of replays and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what I
1: mean, What are your What are your thoughts on uh, on something like that, where a referee making a call that that really, I mean, obviously, if you're if you're the losing team, I mean, you shouldn't let it get to that anyway, but. Um, I think it's a tough call. I think the the, the wrong ref made the call, number one. But um, I was just wondering if, if you had an opinion on that. Do, do you think like how do you think the refs have been so far this tournament?
4: I think it's been inconsistent. Um, I think you can see some guys are refing for the next round because I think you know they get evaluated and decide who you know goes to the next round. The sort of officiating is, is like that. So I think with some guys you know you see it like that. I, I thought I mean that was a bad call. It's, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, it happened across the team and a game in a tournament, which which kind of sucks for them, um, <laughs> but I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, it's, it's just one of those things that is where it is, and um, it was it was a bad call. I mean, that's all there is to it. I mean, especially at that point in the game, like you said, the wrong ref made it. So, um, but can't go back and do anything right now. Which uh, UCLA is in the Sweet 16, so Yep, oh, they're yeah, playing. Yeah, they're absolutely. playing good right now. But they're yeah, not. Yeah. They're not
0: complaining. No, 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 no. They thought it on. was a good call. Yeah. Um. So Wichita State. Beaten then Notre Dame, Kentucky plays West Virginia. Wichita State plays plays Kentucky. Wichita State have a chance? No. None. Zero.
4: No, I mean, I, yeah, I, I thought Wichita had a better chance last year. One because Kentucky wasn't as good obviously, and, and two they had Clancy early, who like, he's a pro. Yeah, I and mean, you know, he was a you know first round draft pick. Um, so, I, I mean, it, Wichita Wichita's really good. They they guard like I said they're physical. But one thing they do lack they don't have that. I mean, Baker can score, Van Cleet can score here and there in bunches. Um, they can go inside a little bit, or Cotton, or Wessel, those guys can make some shots. But but Clinton early was a guy that said, here's the ball, here's 10 seconds left on the shot clock, you know, go get give you a bucket. Um, and I think they do that more this year collectively. I think their defense and their physicality is kind of more their culture, um, uh, how they win games, you know, they're a grind-out team. Um, and I don't know if they can grind out Kentucky. You know what I mean? With those kind of athletes, those kind of – um, that kind of personnel, when they go ten deep like that, it's it's tough to, to grind out a team that's a little bit bigger, faster, and stronger than you at every position. Um, not to take anything away from Murdock State, but I mean, if I had to go with that one, uh, I'd go with Kentucky. Gotcha.
1: And uh, looking at uh, you know, we talked last week right before the tournament started. Now you're now you're two rounds in in the Sweet 16. Uh, do you have has your are you surprised at what we what we have left for the Sweet Sixteen? Has it changed your opinion on uh, uh, on any outcomes coming up? Uh,
4: no, I don't think so. Um, I thought Wisconsin struggled a little bit last game. Um, you know, the the one thing that they they would struggle with would be athleticism. And I think that's why you know so many people want to see that Kentucky matchup to see that. I mean, it's two opposite teams here. You got you know huge NBA athletes um, versus Slower, more cerebral, cerebral, you know, fundamental basketball players. Um, and they want to see how that plays out. So you got complete, you know, contrast and styles there. Um, I'm not surprised by anything. I mean, like like we talked about, you know, the big stories being uh, the Wichita State and the, and the Michigan State, you know, Tom Izzo. And I'm not surprised either. But one, because I, I'm familiar with Wichita State and, and having played in that conference for four years and knowing Greg Marshall pretty well and, and what he's about and what that team's about and that, that program's about him. and then. Everybody knows what Michigan State's about And If you give Tom Izzo, you know, a week to prepare for a, for a, a one-and-done tournament, um, and he's going to get you ready to play. I mean, it's just the proof in the pudding and what he's done, like he said, 13 of 18, 316, picture itself. So um, it's going to make for an exciting uh, exciting 316, that's for sure.
0: It is, it is. Uh, you're listening to Chocks and Dogs. We're talking to Sam Maniscalco, at Sam Maniscalco on Twitter, uh, broadcasting from Joe's Pizza on Higgins uh, on the northwest side of Chicago. All right, I saw one of your tweets, uh, I don't know, it was yesterday or a couple days ago, uh, about Steve Nash retirement. That was your guy?
4: It was, man. That was was when I was, like, in high school, um, you know, really in the NBA and stuff as a teenager. I mean, that's when he was rolling. That was, you know, 2004, 2005, 2006, when he was back-to-back MVP and kind of controlled the NBA and kind of Change the game from a point guard's perspective as far as the guy that can literally, you know, get every single one of the teammates involved that easily. Um, he had a heck of a career, man. It would be fun to watch. Uh,
1: 10,335 assists. Uh, he's right behind John Stockton that's and Jason Kidd. I mean, is, that, is, is he a Hall of Famer?
4: Oh, first ballot. Yeah, right.
1: Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah but
0: he's no you know <laughs> going to say LeBron's a better passer than Steve Nash. Oh, come on. <laughs> right. Well, he is. I know. I'm just I, – I, I knew you were going to say that. That's how I, I was throwing well, it out I mean, there. I mean, am not – I mean,
4: you've got to find better passer. I, mean, <laughs> I know. You can have as many assists. You know, who knows? But no, I – There's I, a lot of tests that LeBron James can make that Steve Nash can't just – Oh, yeah. do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, I, I I think Steve Nash and I, I, – am that's not
4: the way I mean, you can't call any of those guys a better passer. I mean, Magic, LeBron, Nash, kid. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Paul, those guys are all, you know, I mean, you're nitpicking if you're trying to, you yeah. know, decide who's, a, you know, the greatest passer, Mark Jack. You know what I mean? Yep. And, so, I, and I think you – I mean, you, Stockton, how can you go against Stockton? I
0: know? agree, yeah. I know, no, so, I know. And yeah. I think you agree with this. I think Steve Nash paved the way for, you know, Chris Paul and, and, and uh, Steph Curry. Oh, no, the, no doubt the, the, about the, way, the way he you know, comes around – Like I said, the,
4: yeah. the way that – I think a lot of it had to do with Mike D'Antoni, too, you know. I mean, it started with Don Nelson, just that whole, like, set offense and, you know, kind of surrounded a guy like that with those kind of shooters. And then you know Terry and DeAntoni when he brought that that spread offense to Phoenix, and man, was that fun to watch. You had Stoudemire in there, you know, at like Tim Thomas, all these guys spreading the floor, shooting threes, Jim Jackson, and uh, I, I definitely agree that 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 high pick and roll, as far as how he kind of navigated off that, you know, I don't think guys, you know, guys like Stockton and stuff like that were great right off the pick and roll, as far as you know, making the right read to get rid of it or you know step behind the shooter, kind of get in the lane and make a play. But I mean, you see times. Now, where Chris Paul is coming off the ball screen and literally spinning in circles and all the way to the other side shooting the shoot fadeaway, or, you know, it's just like a, a, a pure two man game now with these point guards that, that do all this stuff at the top of the key there on this ball screen and all started with Nash. He was the first guy to to come off a ball screen, and go all the way to the other side of the court and shoot a one legged, you know, runner off the glass, you know? Um,
3: know. You didn't
4: see that from point guards, and he's the kind of the guy that you first saw that, and you're like, wow. Yeah, just got crafty, and like you said, it paved the way for, for your, your Damian Willard, your Chris Paul, your Rajon Rondo, guys like that. So, um, pretty special stuff out of him. Especially, you know, having grown up, really getting, into basketball more cerebral at the time I was um, watching a guy like that was was awesome. No doubt about it. I'll never forget watching that guy.
1: Yeah, he's he's, he's definitely one of the he's best. Sick. No no question <laughs> there. No no question there. But um, to to switch a little bit, uh, Jimmy buckets. Coming back, coming back tonight against the Hornets. I, I didn't see it, but I heard he's coming back tonight, right? Yeah,
0: they won. Yeah, they won.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I, yeah, he played. I just got done watching it.
1: How 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 huge is that to have him back? And and it sounds like D Rose isn't too far behind. Do you think? uh you think they still got a chance? The Bulls to do something, or are 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 we just uh, you know for one and done in the playoffs?
4: No, I think they still got a shot. I mean. Being fully healthy, you know, who knows? The big question mark, and it has been for three years, is how is, you know, how is the going to come back? How is he going to back? How is he going to play? Um, and that's the key. I mean, in a seven-game series, I'm fully healthy um, with the rhythm, which I don't know if we will be able to get a rhythm. But with the rhythm, I mean, they're going to be tough out. There's no doubt about it. They had another element this year. And, and it's, all, it's all in the paint. You know, another guy that takes pressure off these guys to score, and he's so skilled. and He's been and he's huge. he's had the emergence of. He's been huge. He's he The emergence of Jimmy huge. Butler and, you know, being an all-star this year in the confidence he has. It's going to be interesting to see how they mesh when Rose gets back because I think that's the key. Not so much how healthy is. Obviously, being healthy is, is the main key in getting back to that MVP-like level, but more so how he, inter- how he, you know, messes with these guys as far as is he's going to shoot 24 times a game and go 7 for 24, or is he going to, you know, be okay with taking 11 shots or 9 shots and, and letting the offense sometimes flow through the saw or flow through Jimmy Butler and stuff like that. So I think that's going to be interesting. Interesting thing. You know, first thing obviously their health. Second is you know what kind of rhythm can they get going in the playoffs? So uh, it's definitely be a
0: tough out, no doubt about it. Awesome stuff, Sam. Awesome stuff. All right, uh, LeBron. I saw Kevin Love. Something about Kevin Love and that he doesn't talk to LeBron or they don't hang out after uh, practice and they don't have each other's phone numbers. Blah blah blah. What do you? Uh, that doesn't mean nothing, right?
4: No, I make absolutely zero
0: of that. Okay, that's right. That's what I thought. So you're still you're still hanging. I mean, you' no, no, I know. I'm know, just I mean, I'm reading. It. I'm just reading what I see, and I, I you know, I, yeah, I, I no, knew no, what I mean, you were going to say. Those
4: are obviously the, you know, the headlines on Twitter with 160 characters you get, but if you read deeper in the articles and stuff, I mean, here's the thing. You know, everybody wants to talk about that. It's Kevin Love Lee or It's Kevin Love Lee even. And nobody knows. Absolutely, I have you no answer. That. I guarantee you he doesn't know. You know what I mean? So everybody's just going to let this play out. Here's here's my thought on that. He just was, you know, six years in Minnesota, averaging 26 points a game, you know, doing whatever he wanted. Um, never played one playoff game. Now, his mindset probably like, all right, do I want to go do that? Do I want to go to LA or go wherever as the agent, and probably not have a chance to win a championship. But maybe I'll average 25 points somebody be the go-to God. you know? Or does he want to say, hey, you know, my last six years of my career here, can I play next to the, you know, the greatest player in the game right now? And literally for the next six years, have a shot at a title. You know, I mean it's the Chris Box thing. You know, Chris Box went from averaging 24 and 11 in Toronto, being the man, to being the third wheel on a on Miami. But shooting, shooting, th- yeah, shooting you know, threes, two championships. Yeah. you know, with, with averaging 16 and 10 or 16 and 8 or whatever he averaged. Um, I, I guarantee if you were to ask him if he'd do it all over again, he'd do it all over again. You know what I mean? Yep. So totally, cause he'll be a hall of famer now because he played on a. a, a, a you know, Heat team that did what they did and set all those records. So, who knows? Nobody knows what Kevin Love is thinking. I'm sure he doesn't know what he's, you know, wants to do yet. He's gonna you know, let this whole play out, and I mean, who knows? You, you're telling me if they go to the NBA Finals, that he's gonna leave and go to another team just so he can score 25 points and be the man again? You know, who knows?
0: Yeah, I mean, I. Who cares if they're not talking? You know what I mean? It comes down to playing basketball on the court, and and that's what it comes down to. You know, if they get to the finals. No, I
4: didn't know that about
0: it. Yeah, if they win, they win. Um... All right, and then we're gonna let you go with this one. Uh, right now, Golden State will play OKC. One first eight. That matchup's absolutely ridiculous. I'm sure you're gonna go. I mean, you you have Golden State just wiping the water with them.
4: I don't have a wipe the water. I haven't won in the series. I mean, they just got so many weapons right now. I don't. I'm not a big fan of that Oklahoma City team, especially. I mean, they're they Durant's out indefinitely. You know, who knows what he's coming back if he even is. You know what I mean? And then Ibaka's on the shelf right now, you know, with a minor knee surgery. So it's the Russell Westbrook show, which is absolutely incredible to watch. But I don't think they're winning a seven-game series like that, you know, especially against a team like, you know, Golden State with all those weapons and stuff. It'll be, trust me, it's going to be exciting to watch, especially if those guys come back. But if they come back or not, I don't see him beating Golden State in a
2: seven-game series.
0: Gotcha. All right, Sammy. Man, we appreciate it. Uh, Chocks and Dogs, you're listening to uh – that was Sammy Maniscalco, at Sam Maniscalco on Twitter. Give him a follow. Um, we appreciate you coming on, Sam. Thanks yeah, a lot, thank man. Yeah, thank
1: you so much for coming out, again, man.
4: Thanks,
0: guys. Thanks for having me. All right, see you, buddy. Um, another unbelievable good stuff, huh?
1: That guy's so cool, man. He's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> I thought I had a good question lined up, and then I asked him a question, and, and you see, in my head it sounded like a better question, and then I'm like, oh, shit, you know?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I and mean, he played the he played the game big time.
1: I mean, all three guys. All three guys. We missed Tim, we missed Tim Doyle this time around. Tim, but
0: Timmy's Tim, on a plane. Um, couldn't uh, couldn't make it tonight. He's uh, was on vacation. He texted me and said he's on a plane. So yeah, uh, right on. it's all right.
1: I'll tell you. What, I would ask Sam more questions, but I had uh, a face full of pizza here. I couldn't wait anymore, dude. I couldn't wait till the end of the show. We got
0: Frankie from Joe's Pizza. <laughs> We're at Joe's Pizza right now. I'm on Higgins. Uh, 773-685-2301. I know it by heart. I'm sure business is dude? booming
1: after the after that first
0: podcast. A couple plugs. It's
1: got to be tr- tr-
0: phones ringing off the hook here. This thing's always packed. Dude, in on a Friday, Saturday, dude. dude you, you should see the 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 above the oven. I'm not saying it's because of us, but you know, hey, I'll take
1: credit for it. Gotta
0: take some kind of credit. Right? <laughs> um, but no, uh, that's just stuff that we got from the guests tonight. Uh, we talked to. Uh, Tommy Levitino from Loyola, a high school men's basketball coach, um, gave us some great insight on some coaching, what they look for.
1: Incarcerated Bob, that was
0: that was <laughs> something else, man. He's unbelievable.
1: He's got it dialed in for sure. He's the best, for sure. Incar- he's, and the coolest name on Twitter, by the way, Incarcerated Bob. That's awesome. That's a guy you want to take gambling advice from. I'm telling you.
0: He's the real deal. He's no, he's the real deal. Yeah, I mean, he was telling, he was. And hey, his prices, prices, yeah, aren't bad. No, no, it's 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 not. They're not. He, you can get something for like a, a hundred hundred bucks. I mean, you're gonna go out and spend hundred bucks for groceries if you want right. to make some money. And it's never guaranteed. But these guys, him and his boy at JLB, I'm sorry, J yeah JLB at JLB cash out. That's his Twitter. His boy yeah. at, at JLB cash out. Uh, they're they're amazing. And then we just had to talked to Sammy. As you guys are gonna hear, um, yeah. Sammy played the game. He knows. He knows what it's all about.
1: Yeah, that. that I mean, he's he's a smart dude. He's he's yeah. he should be he should be he should coaching. be doing this on like ESPN or coaching or doing something yeah. like that. He Should I be mean, an analyst. He should be. Yeah. Well, he is now. He's 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 our he, guy. He's our guy. Yeah, yeah. Our
0: guy. Well, we need some thought. Yeah. Hey, Sammy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's our analyst. So I love it. Uh, it was. It's great to have these guys on. Keep those guests coming. He, I mean, you're just. Hitting home run after home run, dude. Seriously,
0: gonna, I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna try, and um, I'm gonna give out uh, before we get out of here. Um, got a couple minutes left. I'm gonna give out a couple plays. I think That's I serious. hit. What I hit two. I hit two. I hit I hit this. I hit this uh, Xavier game, and I hit the under in the Michigan State Virginia under yesterday. I lost two, and I think I lost one. So I think I was two and one on the weekend. Um, I like, I like Utah against Duke. Catching the five. Utah. Catching the five. Give me the five points. I'll take Utah in that game. All right. All
1: right. We I got like another that. one?
0: Yeah, I got another one. I'm going to rock with uh, Louisville on the money line. Okay. They're laying two and a half, but I'm going to take them on the money line. It's minus 145. Yeah. And then I'm also going to jump on... Uh, Wichita State money line as well. I like Sammy's insight. I like what he has to say about them. I think they're going to beat Notre Dame. They're rolling right now. They lost last year to Kentucky. They got a bad Kentucky got Kentucky got a got that seed. I think it was yeah it was one eight was a one eight or one yeah I think it was one eight. I think they got an eight because they weren't playing that well, and Kentucky just beat them. They were playing well in the tournament and got them. So I'll rock with Wichita State money line. Utah Moneyline. I'm sorry. No, Utah plus the five. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I'm not taking
1: it. Make sure you tweet money. this out. You know, make it I'm official. Go- I do. I tweet them
3: yeah, out all yeah, the yeah. time.
0: <laughs> Relax over there, tough right, guy. Right, right, <laughs> Sox fan. you on the hook. Right? Sox fan. Probably, <laughs> probably worried about what the Cubs are doing right now. Oh, dude. They're going to have a stadium to play in. No, we don't, no bleachers. <laughs> and uh, Louisville. Uh, Louisville money line. Right, well, here's what I
1: like. I like the under. And you oh, s- give me Michigan State too. Oh, you want Michigan State? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking four. I'm gonna yeah.
0: go. I'm gonna go four and all. Oh. You are gonna parlay it? No. Oh. <laughs> Michigan State money line. There's uh, your four. There you go.
1: I like. Uh, it's, this is a tough. This is a tough week right here. I, I mean, honestly looking at it. I. I like the under on UCLA Gonzaga 144. I like the under on that. Um, and uh, I like Xavier. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with incarcerated Bob. Uh, take Xavier. With the six-point teaser, yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a good play.
0: Um, and he also said uh, he was going to tease up Xavier, and then he was going to tease up uh,
1: West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah, all good plays. Sorry, this my, guy is my mouth is full. face full of know. pizza right it's now. So good, dude! It's so good.
0: It's like it's unbelievable. I don't know who we're talking to right now. We're at Joe's Pizza. Joe's Pizza. I can't stop eating it. Um,
1: <laughs> you gotta give him a call seven seven three. You see this waitress's face right now? She's the best too. I 23- see her all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's
0: <laughs> laughing at us.
1: Seven seven three six eight five two three zero one. Joe's on Higgins dot um, You know the delivery. You're on the northwest side of the city. Uh, you're missing out if you're not already ordering. Guys, some order pieces. some food. Yeah.
0: You're in the city. You're following us. I know there's some guys out there following us. Order yeah. some from Joe's. Uh,
1: you're gonna eat anyway, right?
0: Yeah. Order from Joe's. Yeah.
1: We gotta plug our Twitter, dude. At Chocks and Dogs. Although if you're if you're listening to this, you probably already follow us. But if you have people that you want to, you know, t- tell tell your friends about our show, you know, direct them to our Twitter, or Facebook. You know, you just look up Chocks and Dogs; it'll be there. Um, and uh, and we're, we should be on all the podcast formats. If you have like a uh, Android phone, anyway, whatever you listen to your podcast that you normally listen to, you can you can catch us on there. Working on iTunes, but um, you can do it. You can still subscribe manually. Through iTunes, I'll post the directions on that. Real easy. It's like a couple clicks of a button. That's all it is.
0: Yeah. Um, Just uh, give us uh, give us a listen. You know, we're gonna try to make you laugh. Talk a little sports. Um, It's it's NCAA basketball season right now, and March Madness. So we're gonna focus on basketball. But uh, like you heard earlier, we got some boxing, some Bears talk, uh, baseball. He was talking about, and we'll get into everything. We'll dabble in a little stuff here and there. Hopefully this uh, we'll get down to the Sweet Sixteen, man, and we'll come back and with the, for the Final Four. We should really do like with some serious
1: bets. Like if you if you pick four, and you go zero for four, like I get to punch you in the stomach.
0: How about this? <laughs> if you if I I picked my four games, right? right. I, I just right. I just did my four games. All okay? right. Okay. If I go two and two, or worse, right? I'll let you. Uh, I don't know. Throw some water on my head or something. What do you want to do? You want to do I something stupid? I don't
1: know. Maybe I'll just i I'll just have to owe you one. No, I I didn't pick. We have to do it where we both pick four games and then uh All right, come we'll on. do some crazy. Two more.
0: Oh, shit. All right.
1: All right. So uh, I got the under.
0: Dick Gonzaga UCLA.
1: Yep, Gonzaga UCLA. I got Xavier and the points. Um, but
0: you have to two point, as a tease. So I'll, I'll just take the eleven. I think I'm good
1: with that. No, you need a t- two
0: yeah. teams. No, you need two teams to, to tease it up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna take West Virginia and Xavier. Yeah. Because that's your that's that's two. Yeah. Okay. So you need two more.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh boy, it's so tough, dude. It's so tough.
0: These are coming down the nitty gritty, man. These are good teams.
1: I'm gonna take the over. Notre Dame, Wichita State, one thirty-seven. That's probably a mistake. No, all
0: right. They're fast-paced teams. Yeah,
1: and then um. I'm going to go Louisville, take the two and a half.
0: Cool. There you heard it. There it is. All right. Those are uh, four plays each. And we uh, just want to say thanks to Frankie at Joe's Pizza for having us again. And uh, for our, from our guests, uh, uh, Tom Levitino at L.A. Men's B-Ball, uh, Loyola Coach, uh, Incarcerated Bob at Incarcerated Bob, ibnsportsrep.com, uh, and at Sam Maniscalco. Sam Maniscalco was unbelievable again. Um, for Dave, I'm Eric. Peace.
3: What's